Before this week's episode, we just want to talk about all the wonderful ways you can support the South Congress podcast via Patreon. At $1 a month, you get access to our post-show content tier. Patrons at this tier get to hear additional audio from all of our South Congress, Goose Down, and Special Edition pods. At $5 a month, you get to be part of our Watch Party tier. Whenever we do a movie watch-along or a Goosebumps watch-along, you'll be given access to the video. And at $10 a month, you'll get to be part of our merch giveaway tier, where every month we'll give any patron at that tier something from one of our online stores, whether it be TeePublic, Redbubble, or Teespring, to show our appreciation for their support. Thank you guys for supporting the show. The South Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. For most, and welcome for the first time for some to the Goose Down on the South Congress Podcast Network. My name is Cameron Hawkins, and I am reviewing every book in the classic R.L. Stein's Goosebumps series. This week's book, Be Careful What You Wish For, uh, the 12th book in the series, released October of 1993. Um, previous book was The Haunted Mask, um, which I think is probably one of the very best books in the series. Um, tonally, this book is very different. Um, it is told from a first-person perspective. Typically, these books are going to be from third person. And speaking flat out, um, if you guys have been following this, you know, we're 12 books in now. This might be the most sinister story. If you've seen Mean Girls or, you know, any number of slice-of-life, coming-of-age high school stories, you'll kind of understand the characters that we're going to be dealing with here. I mean, really, it is a very specific protagonist and a very specific antagonist where the supernatural kind of character or feature or force really does play the background to their feud. The story that we uh, or the character that we follow is Samantha Sam Bird, who tells us the story. Sam is kind of cursed with that horrible disposition of being the tall girl in middle school, um, she stands at least two inches taller than the tallest boy at school. And, you know, being 12 years old, you know, dealing with awkwardness, um, you know, starting to deal with, uh, you know, the attraction to to other kids. um, The last thing you want to do is stand out in any way that can be made fun of. Sam is also cursed with that thing about being the tallest kid where 
everything you do seems to be kind of awkward. Um, she's always falling down or tripping over things or dropping things. Um, <clears throat> what really kind of exacerbates all this, what emphasizes all this, is her rival, uh, Judith Bellwood. Um, Judith is... You know, good-looking girl, um, very athletic, um, seems to have everyone's attention. But uh, the thing that she likes most is to torment Judith. We have no knowledge of Judith ever doing anything cross to her. Um, it just seems to be, or of Sam doing anything cross to Judith. It just seems to be her lot in life to make Sam's life a living hell. We actually open the story with her tripping Sam in class to make all the kids laugh. She's always making fun of her at lunch. Um, she calls her stork instead of bird. And even when she calls her bird, she's like, go eat a worm bird. This is kind of her, her go-to. So yeah, it's just constant torment. They actually are on the school basketball team together and where you'd expect Sam to be, you know, at least competent at basketball, being the tallest kid. She is by far, the worst player that they have while Judith is while Judith is the best and Judith even torments her in practice and during games for messing up. So it's just like complete mean girl stuff that really does not seem to have any basis. So again, like the story opens with math class, Judith tripping Sam um, in home ec class as Sam's making tapioca pudding. <clears throat> Judith is doing the same thing and she fake trips and spills the pudding on Sam's shoes, starting an actual fight between them. Um, so with them being on the basketball team together, during a scrimmage later that day, um, she knees uh, Sam on purpose as if to get her back for the thing that she did. So it is just all... Just real vindictive and real evil and not really coming from any place other than being mean. You know, so like the last incident takes place. And by this point, like Sam is just completely fed up with being made fun of that day with having the stuff spilled on her new shoes. She's got brand new Doc Martens to kind of put like a time on this. Like Doc Martens in middle school is very 1993. Um, the fight. The physicality, like everything just makes her want to get away from it all. She doesn't want to go immediately home after school, so she doesn't want to really be around anybody. So while she's kind of wandering as she's biking, um, she's stopped by a woman she doesn't know. The woman claims to be lost, and she asks Sam if she can walk her to uh, where she's trying to get to. And it turns out it's like eight or nine blocks away. And the whole time that she's talking... She's like, oh, most kids wouldn't do the thing that you did. Most people aren't so nice. Um, I really appreciate it. And Sam's just like, okay, you know, whatever, lady. Like, I'm you know, just here to help. This is what normal people do. So she introduces herself as Clarissa, the crystal woman. And, you know, there was a point in time where every, you know, witch or lady magician or anything was some kind of Clarissa or Charissa or Marissa. That was just in vogue at one point. So... When they finally get to where she's trying to go, the woman's like, I have to repay you. I have to repay you. And she's like, you know what? I'll give you three wishes. And, you know, magic is not something that Sam believes in. But she's like, you know what? Nice lady. You know, whatever. I'll play along. 
Her first wish is to be the strongest player on the basketball team. She wishes that, and then the woman leaves. And I think it's cool that Sam is presented as somebody who might read a book like a book in the Goosebumps series, because immediately her thoughts are, oh, my goodness, is this going to make me great at basketball? I want to get home and test it right away. Even though it's something she doesn't believe in, she's willing to play along to that point. So she goes home to play basketball with her brother, who's also very athletic, and she feels like she's even worse at basketball than she was before. And nothing has been fixed. So with the title being Be Careful What You Wish For. Like, you guys know what we're in store for. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Wishmaster, the, the movie series, even though it can get really hokey. And how it made it past two movies, I'll never know. But it's the whole, you know, your wishes are going to be granted literally um, or used to satisfy some type of evil. My favorite children's book and, and probably the book that we have to thank for my desire to like look at these books from an adult perspective is The Wish Giver, which is a part of uh, this book series I read as a kid that was in uh, Bill Britton's uh, Coventry series, which I loved as a kid. It came out in 1983. Um, it actually won the uh, Newbery Honor, so it was like one of the best books of the year. But basically, The Wish Giver, guy comes to town, says he can grant these wishes, and all the wishes go awry. Like, um, the first one is like this girl wishes to be popular like her friends and then, um, she becomes popular because she can croak like a frog. So it's popularity, but not in terms of people liking you. It's of you being entertaining and ridiculed. Um, another thing in that series, there was a guy who, uh, Henry Piper and Henry Piper was uh, like a traveling salesman and this girl was in love with him and her country ass made the wish. I wish he could put roots down here and never leave. And of course, that means he turned into a tree. Like frightening. And then uh, this other kid, Adam, um, worked on a farm and he didn't like how much, uh, what was it? He didn't like how much water he had to truck. Um, or he didn't like the process of trucking water on the farm. So he wished for water everywhere and then his farm got flooded. So, yeah. Wishmaster, I remember the, the the one that stands out, the real pretty uh, clerk at the department store wished to be beautiful forever, and he turned her into a mannequin. So, you know, you have an idea of how this story is going to go based on title and based on just the horror and sci-fi genre's desire to kind of pervert the idea of the wish. Um, so, yeah. She wishes to be the strongest player on the team. And what's going to happen Instead of her gaining strength, everybody else is going to lose it. So they have a middle school game the next day. During the game, everybody's playing bad. And she's still just as bad as she ever was. But everybody's just horrible. Um, bad passes, bad shooting, no defense and like immediate exhaustion. And so you start to see it's not just a, I got you with these wishes. It actually brings harm to people. The next day at school, um, Judith and another girl, Anna, are not there. Sam is immediately in her feelings and blaming herself for what's going on. And she's like, well, did I actually make them sick? So, again, Sam having this real rivalry with Judith, but not being the one who contributed to it. 
her sense of humanity kicks in and she calls Judith to see how she is. And again, like, Judith just lashes out. She starts to accuse Sam of casting a spell on everybody because it turns out everybody on the team got sick. Um, so, yeah, like, Judith is livid with Sam and just thinks Sam was just out to get her in the worst way. So, Sam goes looking for Clarissa the next day because she wants to fix this wish. She can't find her. So then she's like, you know what? Let me go check on Judith. Because, again, I still feel bad for what happened to her. In person, Judith is yelling at her about being a witch. Like, just mean to her for, you know, I guess a reason this time. But as cruel as ever to her without trying to understand what might have happened. She yells at her, you know, she's accusing her to the point where Judith's mom has to tell Sam, like, it must be the medicine and her being sick. Like, she would never act like this to you. Um, so, you know, we try to figure out what's going on. So when Judith gets out or when Sam gets outside, she makes a wish aloud for Judith to disappear. So Clarissa happens to pop out of nowhere. And she says, okay, we'll cancel the first wish and we'll grant the second. And she doesn't even give Sam like the chance to protest it. So yeah, um, the next day, Sam wakes up and she's like, oh, I'm late for school. Looks through her house, can't find her mom, can't find her dad, can't find her brother. She usually rides her bike to school. So she goes to the garage and sees that her dad's car is still there. She tries to call his job. Nobody picks up. Um, as she rides to school, nobody's on the roads, no cars, no bikes, no kids, no adults. Runs to her class, nobody's there. Checks the whole school, entire school is empty. At first she thinks like this could even be a joke played on her. So then she goes into town, nobody's there. So yeah, just hands on her head head between her knees. She does not know what to do. Once again, Clarissa pops up. And then Clarissa tells Sam, okay, I'll give you one more wish. Sam makes her last wish, and she wishes everything would go back to how it was before. But, and she thinks that she's being exact at this point, but she wants Judith to think that she's the greatest person ever. Goes to sleep. Her mom wakes her up the next day. Sam's so excited to see her mom. She hugs her mom. She hugs her brother to the point where her brother thinks something's wrong with her. She goes to school. She sees Judith. And Judith has cut her hair and dyed her hair to look more like Sam's. Judith follows Sam through school to the point where people are like, why are you being so nice to this kid we know you hate? And, I mean, it's follow her everywhere, follow her home, ask if they can study together. It gets so bad that when Sam goes to sleep, she opens her eyes and Judith is standing over her because they were supposed to hang out earlier. So, yeah, just uh, every which way, um, you know, Judith is like a stand now. She can't get rid of her because uh, the wish wasn't worded right. So, you know, now this person who hated you and wanted, wanted nothing to do with you is obsessed with you and you cannot get rid of them. Sam runs away from her house and runs to the woods. And all of a sudden, Clarissa's there again. 
Um, she notices that Sam's unhappy. And Clarissa even makes the claim, like, I was trying to do you a favor. Magic's unpredictable. Like, I do not, you know, want you to be upset. So let me give you one more wish. And so Sam makes the wish that if you've been following the way Judah's been treating her, this is probably the worst thing she could ever do. Sam wishes that Judith met Clarissa instead of Sam. So, all of a sudden, Sam finds herself standing by the edge of the woods. Everything seems to be over. Everything's taken care of. But then she looks, and she sees Judith talking to Clarissa. Sam starts to think about it, and she's like, well, Judith's wishes will probably go bad, and it kind of makes her laugh on the fact that she could kind of finally get one over on Sam. Judith notices that Sam is standing over there and she looks at her and she shouts, bird, why don't you just fly away? All of a sudden, Sam starts to feel light, um, like she's actually flying. And then she sees a worm. She eats the worm. She flaps her wings and she flies away, not really understanding that anything has gone wrong. So this girl who has been tormenting her. You know, at least all year, probably for years, never got along with her, does everything she can to make her life terrible. She tries to have mercy on her after realizing she was selfish. Then it all turns around. And the girl turns her into a damn bird. So, yeah, um, it's, it's interesting where a lot of these stories, because of the perspective they're told from, there are a lot of characters to cover and a lot of description and a lot of motivation. This is really about these two characters and their animosity for each other. Um, so it, it's a really fast read because it's really about Judith reacting or Sam reacting to all of the evil that Judith puts in her life. And then Sam trying to fix the mistakes she's made by making Judith's life hard only for Judith to literally take Sam's life away. Um, it's horrifying. <laughs> it's, it's one of the scariest finishes in all of these books because there's like no reason to think that Judith would take mercy or take pity and fix Sam. So this is a child who like now has basically disappeared from her family, disappeared from school. I don't know. Maybe eventually Judith realizes the error of her ways and fixes it. Or maybe she never makes another wish and Sam's just stuck. So, yeah, um, <laughs> We had a fast, horrifying read. Um, again, that was Be Careful What You Wish For, the 12th book in the Goosebumps series. Next week, uh, we'll be doing probably, like, visually, one of the most hilarious shows that they did and turned into a TV movie. When I think some of the most eccentric actors that you're going to see. And that's Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Also one of my favorite Goosebumps covers. Um I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, if you subscribe to the South Congress feed, you know you've been inundated with way more stuff. On Mondays, um, we have our South Congress mainline show. Um, you know, this last Monday we did episode, I want to say 70, nope, oh, sorry, episode 73. Um, 
Or was it episode 74? Losing track of these. Um, episode 74, entitled Keith Trick with our special guest, uh, Becca, who had some really interesting insight on Instagram algorithms and why they don't want people to make money. Um, today, of course, you're going to hear the goose down. And it's going to be, be careful what you wish for. Get that every Wednesday. Thursdays, uh, for the first time last week, you heard our brand new series, I Just Want to Tell Stories, hosted by Joe Anderson Jr. of The Mahogany Project. Uh, his first guest, Jaina, came on to talk about singing, songwriting, uh, her political podcast, the Pretty Witty Podcast with her friend Ashley, um, You know how she came up in Port Arthur, Texas, how she develops her craft. Uh, really fun show. So that's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays covered. And on Fridays, um, each of our 10 I Just Want to Tell Stories episodes are going to be available on YouTube and on Facebook. On YouTube, you can just search Cameron Hawkins. And on Facebook, uh, the South Congress Facebook page, uh, again, South Congress with a K, if for any reason you didn't know. So, yeah, thank you for joining me on this week's edition of The Goose Down. We'll be back next week with Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Please subscribe to the feed. Um, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And, yeah, be ready for more content. Thanks for joining us. Take care. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.